Hello and welcome to the Fine Line Podcast. I am Cletus. And I'm Cephas. This is a podcast made by Christians for Christians who are passionate about Jesus. But we also like movies and culture. But those things don't always line up with our worldview. We understand that it can be hard sometimes to draw a line of what you like and what's Christian and our worldviews. And so with his help, we actually are able to navigate and through to find the fine line. Exactly. Because it can be hard sometimes. Not impossible. Not impossible, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. So what's been going on with your life this week? Dude, these past couple of weeks have been super busy. I've been running up and down. Hashtag real life. <laughs> Hashtag the struggle is real. Well, not in my life. I'm living the blessed life. Living the dream. <laughs> but yeah, I've been uh, starting off. I started off school this past two weeks ago. I come to think of it. I was running up and down, getting all my credits transferred, making sure all my financial aid is done and getting all my books and figuring out my work schedule, making sure all that got taken care of. Making sure you're looking good. I got to look. Oh, yeah. I looked good uh, because I got a haircut. And I'm starting to actually learn to cut my own hair because that saves what? money. You can cut your own hair? This is what I do with my hair, man. I don't, I don't know if that works with white people hair. Oh, it does. I can't. I never cut my own hair. It looks stupid. Dude, you guys just use scissors. Did you cut your own hair this time? Yeah, I started it off and then my mom like kind of finished it off. Oh, it looks good. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, man. You should see my hair when I cut it myself. There's like a big V right in the top of my head. <laughs> like, where's my hair? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was when I was seven, so I'm not sure. That's an indication of how I do now. Dude, but <laughs> I, I, winter's the perfect time because it's a beanie weather. Just hide oh, it. Oh, I didn't think I don't wear beanies. Hat. Although, look at this plaid shirt. I could totally be a hipster. You are a hipster. Just, I, oh, oh why are you tucking it in? Because I'm a lumberjack. Okay. Moving on. Moving how's, on. How's your week been? My week was excellent. I just went to this place today with my dad. We're probably going to get a membership there. It's called Make Nashville. It's like a wood shop and a metal shop and a fabric shop and a 3D printing hallway. They've got what? like 10 3D printers there. The hallway was 3D printed? No, they've got like 10 3D printers in it, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm just looking at your smug face like, when are you going to get it? I'm like, don't take it. I just explained it. Uh, anywho. Uh, it's called yeah, it's, it's called the 3D Printer's Alley. I was like, is that because you go in and you don't come out? Because you like, literally dedicate your life to being there? Yeah. Uh, really cool. And it's a nonprofit, so it's like, hey, we have a lot of material just sitting around, so just use it if you want and like donate something else. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, so really cool. Also, it's my second week working at Amazon. So that's fun. It's kind of boring, but there's a lot of cool people there to talk to. Nice. I've already met a couple stage actors, a guy that used to run a horror film bar and like screening. Hmm. It was like a single screen theater with a bar in front of it. Wow. And he would like screen indie movies all the time. And it was like super cool community. He lost it. It was tragic. Sounds but, like a scary community. It was a scary community because um, it was horror and cult films. So I'm like, I don't condone that at all. <laughs> but that's really cool that you had a business doing that. Uh, like cult I, classics or cult films? Cult films. Like films about cults. Cult, yes. Hmm. Yeah. So Sounds was, very cultivating. I was. I mean, he was those working those fields. <laughs> <laughs> Double pun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, it's too bad. It's too deep. Also, yeah. I finished my dream board this week. Do you know about this? I do know. But now, for those who are not do familiar, now, but what are, what is a dream board? Dream board. So based on the work of many different people, a lot of salespeople do it, but it's just generally a good idea. Most people spend a lot more time 
planning like next year's vacation than they do the rest of their entire life. What they want to do, what they want to be, who they want to be. If you can think it and dream it, theoretically, you can do it, is the theory. So I've got a bunch of pictures of like sweet cars and a sweet house and a jet that I want to motivate me every day to go and do work when I don't want to get out of bed. But also on the left side, I've got all the awesome people because people really motivate me. I got to hang out Kansas City, Mississippi, uh, Virginia, Florida, Washington, D.C., all around home. Just seeing a ton of people that I love to be with. Yeah. And just traveling and seeing all my friends. It was awesome. So that's that side. And the other side is all the awesome film work that I've got to do. Yeah. Because, yeah, I love doing film work. Aren't you aren't you going to be working with the uh, Make Nashville to do like their film stuff too? Yes, I'm probably going to end up making them a film as well. So that'll be awesome. Nice. And then uh, making a couple commercials next month. That'll be sweet. And then uh, on top of all my cool stuff, I've got Bible verses of promises from God that show like I will make you prosperous if you honor and fear me and like obey my words and I will prosper you it's like what that's all I have to do just obey what God says and he'll prosper me that's like sweet I'm going for that sounds like a good deal so how do I get in I I don't know do you obey the Lord I've been a Christian man I haven't seen you at church lately I mean that's how you be a Christian yeah I've never seen a Christian who wasn't at church so uh oh I mean that's not how you get to heaven but (laughs) Uh-oh. <laughs> theology for another day yeah but today we're talking about an excellent movie or not excellent if you're a critic we'll talk about that more oh yes of the movie dun, 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 passengers dun. yeah so what's a quick uh quick breakdown for us so uh passengers is essentially a story about a guy who's on a spaceship or multiple people on a spaceship hashtag spoilers but you should see the movie anyway oh yeah we're or totally, not yeah we're spoiling this movie oh yeah we're spoiling it but yeah Go see it though, uh, but yeah, there's on a, VidAngel. I mean, because we'll there is some, that. there's some, we'll get into that. Scenes. Uh, but yeah, so there's a dude who's on a spaceship. He's actually, uh, they're all heading. They're like supposed to be in hibernation, but he wakes up early, and then another girl wakes up in the <clears> movie, and uh, the story then unfolds about how they go about and making the plot decisions. Thickens. Yeah, that's a really As good they, summary. Yeah. As go about. Uh, just a couple quick thoughts for me. It was the most stressful movie I've ever seen. Like, literally, it was sustained tension for like an hour 45 of the two hours. Yeah. Where it's just like, nope, no, they're going to kill him. No, okay, we're good. No, no, we're not going to kill him again. And yeah. it was like very few breaks in the sustained tension. And the best way I can describe it is like the movie Gravity plus Titanic plus Wally. Okay. Is like combine all those three and make it really cool and like huge like amazing scope of movie amazing props amazing everything Mm -hmm. camera work maybe a little lacking but everything else was like (laughs) they had an amazing sense of like this guy's totally alone Mm. there is no escape too bad he just has to die in a hole and like they they build that more and more yeah in space (laughs) black hole (laughs) but they they build it up really well on how alone and hopeless his situation is which makes you feel very alone as a person in the movie. Oh, wow. Or it did me. Because cool. I was there by myself. <laughs> Same, actually. <laughs> I actually like watching movies by myself. Just this one was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Uh, 
maybe for a little bit different reasons. Uh, I did like it for the tension, but I also liked it just because it's a good winter movie. You know, when you hit that winter slump of it not being the summer blockbusters that are like all flash and bang and not like the sort of depressing recovery period of fall. Too much flash, not enough bang. Yeah, but this is like a good mix of flash, story, little kiss, kiss, bang, bang, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, yeah, it poses some interesting questions uh, that, you know, it's a little bit more thought-provoking than a summer blockbuster. Yep. And it's just a good, fun ride that gets you ready for, you know, next year. And it's not the doldrums of, oh, Oscar bait. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it was really good. I just had a thought and I completely forgot it. But moving on. <laughs> what a bummer. Uh, yeah, so... so yeah, go ahead and elaborate more on that uh, the tension. The tension. Oh, man. So... They set it up. They're like, here's this dude. And he's like, oh, this is a normal day. And then he's like, oh, I think I'm alone. Oh, no, I'm definitely alone. Oh, no, it's been a whole year and he's alone. And it's like you feel him like sink more and more into suicidal depression as he goes on. And you're like, wow, this is like, are they just going to let him sit here for the rest of his life? And then they bring in the girl and you're like, oh, great. Now she's just going to sit there with him for the rest of their lives. But he actually wakes up the girl. He wakes the girl up, which is like so wrong yeah for so many reasons but like what are you gonna do the guy's suicidal yeah i mean that's essentially projecting your suicidalness onto someone else by ruining and i mean she's like it's murder like yes but he would have killed himself yeah so you saved him but you didn't want to and it's funny because she's like you were (laughs) i never would have expected myself being with someone like you and he's like Yep, it's so funny how we got along like that, isn't it? And I'm like, well, there's not a lot of other people around, so you would get along with him. You, well, you have to. You have to, I suppose. But <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Their relationship is actually, that's a good relief from the tension. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they have this really great chemistry and relationship, which, once again, I hate critics, because they're like, this is just total monotony and like super boring, and they have some chemistry. And I was like, I thought they looked great. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't have cast anyone any better to have yeah. that same story. Come to think of it, I was when I was uh, driving away from the movie theater post-watching this, I was like, that was actually really good on the, the who is it, the recruiting team who gets the two actors together. Yeah. I was like, wow, you need two charismatic leads to actually play these roles. And they got the most charismatic people in Hollywood. Yeah, who else? I mean... The casting director was such a sham on that. Casting director, we, that's who it is. We casted literally three people. Four. I mean four. Plus like two people who you just see their heads like floating in the Oh, pods. right. They could have just been uh, the models or the... Uh, they could have been clay people or CG. CG or what are you, you know, the cast molds. What are, what are those called again? Uh, cadavers. Isn't cadavers dead people? <laughs> How do you know they weren't dead? <laughs> It could have been their dying wish to have their corpse be in a movie. What a waste. I wow. mean, they look pretty young. Could have died of a motorcycle wreck or like shot in the leg and bled out. Wow, that's... Or, I mean, I don't, you don't know how they die. They could have had cancer. Okay. All right. Well, well, young people die every day. The young people. The people. Um, but yeah, what, what, what's, some, what's that thing that we disagree on about this movie that other than everything... That we were going to talk about. I'm blanking out. 
you said it, I think the one thing that you we literally were... we have paper, but we literally wrote discussion. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, well, let's go. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being with us, folks. We'll see you next week. Um, tune in next time. <laughs> tune in next time, or we'll just go straight to uh, lead us with lead us. Yes. It's a part of the show where Cletus comes out and shares his conspiracies. Can so, I get my theme music? This is the part of the show where I do that thing that you just said. You read my line. Um, so, critics. This is nothing against the movie. It's against the critics. Because critics, I feel... Critically p- panned it. Are either... Yeah, they killed it by giving it so many bad reviews that everyone's like, I'm not going to go see that. But I feel like maybe there's a conspiracy in Hollywood where... Critics are paid to give good reviews because, and they're forced to give reviews, which is kind of weird. Like, how do you become a career critic? You're like, I like movies. I'm going to become a critic. And then you're forced to watch nine movies a week. Mm. And seven of them are like, you know, I mean, that movie was kind of meh. I mean, it's like, it wasn't that great. It's not my genre. I really like action, but it was a love story. I didn't Mm. really like it, but I have to write 10,000 words. So here's 10,000 irrelevant words on why I hated that movie. Mm. Because I'm so bored of movies. In any other scenario, it would be an average movie. I would have liked it, and we would have moved on. But because I'm a critic, I have to write about it. So here's my angry thoughts about why I'm angry that I didn't have a better career and I thought I was doing what I loved and I was following my passion, but I ended up hating it. I wish I had been a welder like my dad. I'm so angry. So I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10. Piece of junk. And I'm like, somebody spent $100 million and had sleepless nights for like two years <laughs> trying to get this movie done. No, you shouldn't give them awards just for making a movie. But oh my gosh, they put a lot of work in. And you gave it three out of ten. Come on. Wow. And then the divide between them and people, where people gave it seven out of ten. And I would have given it probably a seven or eight. I was actually looking at on uh, looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes, and it said that it was 31%. On people? No. Or on critics? No, usually people do the the critic the, the Rotten Tomatoes Rotten Tomato score. Really, but well, I didn't click on it. And I was just like on IMDb, it's rated seven point one out of ten by people. Yeah, but Rotten Tomatoes does the the people as well, or is it run by people? Okay, well, some people the people who get paid off put it seven out of ten, and everybody so, else gives it three out of ten. Yeah, I know. Like when a movie comes out, it's like usually it's the critics who have that opening score, and then like after it's been released for a while, and the the people come and watch it. I don't it know there. how the ratings work. Yeah, it's it's a. It was mixed reviewed, like I, every movie ever. I think this Some one people, like. <laughs> you could just one, describe it like that. Same people really loved it. Other people hated it, and some people were in the middle. Oh, I, really? No, I think this one was kind of really messed up by the, the critics. Yeah, the critics hated it really badly, and I think it was part in part because there's some some something to do with feminism. Oh yeah. Please elaborate on that. Not that I have anything wrong with feminism. This is this is nothing to do with the movie, really. No, it. Uh, I remember hearing about this when I was it, like that. First, there was like some email leak that Jennifer Lawrence was saying that she wasn't being paid enough she in was this being movie, paid less than Chris Pratt specifically. Yeah, and there was a couple. There was an outrage from some groups of people who were like, "What? That's that's this twenty first century equality, equality for all that sort of stuff." Well, actually, and then, you're not required to get paid more than anybody because. It's Hollywood. You get you accepted the salary. Who cares what you got paid? Yeah, but the flip side is but. that it ended up coming out that she was being paid twice as much. So now, 
I want equality. Yeah, so there are other groups who are like, oh, yeah, no, that's, no, turning the tables. This is this is a perfect example of how this works. And then, like, they went to go see the movie because it's like, oh, this is a staple of what feminism looks like because she's getting more money. Not that I should probably put this in a category of ultra-feminists because there are really cool feminism feminists out there, but these are the ultra, ultra, The ultra, angry feminists. Angry feminists are like, yes, this is a staple of what it's supposed to be like and Hollywood's supposed to be like in the 21st century. And then they went to go see the movie and it just was like it's not what they were expecting. about a woman who needs the man. Who does need the man. To and then finish the movie. Ends up saving the man too. So it's like. I'm, yeah. There's some empowerment. Oh, but the, the twist was that they didn't like that Chris Pratt's character woke her up and sort of violated her rights. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so like they're like, this is not. Which so is, like they kind of critically panned it because of that. I, mean, I heard that that's one of the reasons why. That's the best thing about movies. You have a character that's doing something and has to make a hard decision. That's a super hard decision. Ruin someone's life. Yes. To make yours better. He was going to be suicidal, blah, 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 blah. I mean, the biggest thing about that movie that I <laughs> that I think is funny is if they... I don't want any more tension in this movie, and we had a great discussion about it earlier, but if they had had a little bit more suspense and the they had had sort of a red herring moment where they're like, Arthur, don't tell her. And it's like, oh, the, Arthur's totally going to tell her. Of okay, course. so actually, yeah, we should probably go into depth about those examples because we realize we haven't. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Arthur's like, oh, I, of course I won't tell her. I'm a gentleman. And then instantly you go, he's going to tell her. And then later he's like, oh, you don't have any secrets between you. The robot <laughs> butler yeah, dude. Yeah, the robot, Arthur. And then he ends up sharing the secret. And I would have been like, what if they had gone ahead and got engaged, drag out the tension just a little further mm-hmm. for the audience, and they're like, oh, no, when's it going to happen that she finds out? And then when the old dude, what's his name, wakes up? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, the, the crew guy. He wakes up and is like, Gus, that's what that was she doesn't name. know. I'm going to have to tell her. And he's like, no, please don't tell her. I'm, I'll tell her myself. And then he just goes ahead and tells her. Yeah. There's... There's not enough space in the movie because it's like, oh, the ship's exploding. Well, there's a lot of space outside the movie. Yeah. Ho, ho! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so at that point in the movie, there's not enough time to go, okay, this guy's dying and the ship's exploding. And we just revealed that there's all this going on and she has no time to process what just happened and she yeah. still hates him and doesn't save him when he's like trying to save the ship. Yeah, that's that's actually the reason why I liked it was because once once uh, Chris's character told the butler dude, Arthur, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell her. I was like, the time clock is ticking when he's going to tell her. Yeah, it's a little bit obvious who's going to tell her. Who? But you don't know when and you don't know. I thought it was really good how they did do it, even though I would have done it differently. Re- yeah, I love the way because uh, the like, butler oh, was like... He was so looking forward to this day. Yeah, he's like, yeah, there's no secrets what? between you. And then the butler what? looks at, at Chris Pratt's character and says, there's no secrets. And Chris Pratt has actually forgotten that he was supposed to tell Jennifer, oh, yeah, a really oh. big secret of why oh, you're yeah. awake wasn't an accident. I meant to I tell actually you. woke, I woke uh, you up. I did not. Yeah. And so, like, the robot, like, because he's has no, like, conscience. He's just, like... He, he, like, didn't tell her initially. Yeah. But he, like, sort of leaked it, and then she asked him, so he's, like, a robot, so he's gonna say. Yeah, with no ulterior motive. He was just, like, oh, I thought you already knew. He's been looking forward to waking you up this whole time. Sort of a tribute, in my mind, but they probably... I don't know if they were thinking about it. Back to 2001 Space Odyssey, where the robot is told to lie, and it messes up and ruins everything. Because it <laughs> Dang doesn't... It, robots. It doesn't know how to subtly 
bends of truth because it's like truth or the other thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't know how to be non-factual. Yeah. Uh, this is conspiracy moments. So my Still, yeah. My other uh, my other issue is that. Oh no, it's not an issue. It's just a observation. So robots are evil and useless. Hidden agenda. Because robots kill jobs. I wouldn't say robots are evil. They're just, in this movie, they're played off as being very useless. Exactly, but that's the conspiracy moment. That's why we're in conspiracy moment. This is my moment. My bad. It's my time. Okay. So okay. This, <laughs> no, that's just possibly a conspiracy thing that they throw in, like, hey, robots are evil, and they're taking jobs away, which, yes, they are, but it's in the name of efficiency, which you can decide if you like that or not. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, Cletus. Yeah. With all that being said, where do you draw the fine line as a Christian? Well, with this movie and why do you like it it's a problem for this movie because there is a sex scene like halfway through which couple, is exactly actually. yeah a couple which is exactly if you look at it when you start getting bored and are like how long is this movie again mm-hmm. like when you lose the magic of like wow I'm so lost in this movie and then you go huh I'm really bored they gotta jumpstart so the plot somehow they, yeah they gotta jumpstart it which I don't approve of which is why you should watch it on not our sponsor VidAngel but how is that going? Uh, uh, not good. <laughs> not good. Look it up for yourself. Have they made good. it to heaven yet? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they're Mormons, so take oh. away that. From, I think. I don't know. Do they go to heaven? I don't know. They got a halo on their... Are they? I don't even know if they're Christian. I think they're just like... Wait, Mormons? What are they? Never mind. No, don't mind. get into it. It's way too complicated. Yeah. This is not a theology show. Right. Learn it for yourself. It's YouTube. Well, it actually is a theology welcome, show, but... Welcome to YouTube. <laughs> uh, learn it for yourself. Anywho... Um, so this movie is good in so many ways and amazing in so many ways. Nominated for a couple Oscars, probably won't win them because all the artistic movies always win them. Wasn't nominated for any Golden Globes. Can it, is it even qualified for a Golden Globe? Uh, I mean, I, I guess it is, but like... No one cared though. When you look at the competition, this one's... It's like the perfect... And this is why I actually like that it's in a winter movie category because with all the the other movies that are recommended for like the Golden Globes and the Oscars are super like thought provoking and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I hate it when movies you've never heard of win Oscars. Not like, La La Land. Not La La Land. I haven't seen that. We should do that next. It swept the globes. That's what I heard. It like swept seven the or globe. Those. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one got two Oscar nominations. Yes. Hopefully it wins something. But the issue with this movie is it's amazing, but to me it's the kind of movie that's only amazing once and once yeah. you know the ending you're like oh the end okay that's good and it's I can't consciously recommend any movie that has sex scenes in it except on VidAngel <laughs> uh, and even then it's kind of sketchy like mm-hmm. watching 300 for the first time and was not warned about anything there's a lot of nudity in that movie oh yeah and I was not warned and I was like is there a remote does anyone have a remote here and they're all like no I mean it's fine I'm like what about this is fine come on guys uh-huh. Uh, so they did not get me so that's that's kind of the issue I can't recommend it to anyone but it was an excellent movie so I think I watch mean, it prudently is my thought yeah I, like if I was going to recommend it to if I knew yeah if I was going to recommend it would be like hey there are some sex scenes in it uh, but you know if I, I yeah go ahead and watch this movie maybe not to me, on a Friday night but maybe like catch it oh, at yeah. a matinee time where like you just want to have a chill afternoon to me, having a sex scene in a movie or nudity is almost like I kind of want to boycott it. I'm like, yes, it was a good movie, but there's so many good movies that don't have that kind of trash in there. 
Yeah. You could totally be fine with missing this movie and boycotting it and be like, yeah, I'm not okay with that being in movies. So if you're going to put it in at all, I'm just not going to watch the movie. And like have a conscious vote with your wallet boycott moment. Mm-hmm. And I'd be fine with that. And if I had known that that was in there before I went, I may not have went. I didn't even check that it was rated R. I didn't check. It wasn't rated R. It was PG-13. I'm sure. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was PG-13. But yeah. I, Plus, I, you, you kind of figure that they were going to get together when you see like I did Jennifer to- Lawrence I totally crawling on the table, making out with him yeah, in I totally the trailer. Yeah, I totally called it. It's like, oh, there's going to be some of this in there. I called it, but I completely forgot when I went to see the movie. And I should have watched a, uh, or list, I usually read plugged in movie reviews, our other sponsor. Because oh, no, I don't like plugged in. No, because they count like sex scenes and they count cussing. And it's like, they give a yeah. very good detailed outline of like what's in there, whether you like their review style or not, mm-hmm. who cares? But they give an excellent outline of everything that goes on, mm-hmm. which I love. I'm like, okay, now I can be aware of what I'm about to go see. Yeah. I, I've just gotten a bad taste with plugged in. Like they do that and that's great They're plugged for in. folks that, for for example, for you who need that. But I just... For, so there's a them now. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like plugged in because just focus on the family. Come on, man, they're awesome. They do add their biases and like I don't read their reviews. I just go straight to the bottom. Sexual. Oh, you just I, okay. I literally scroll down to the bottom and go sexual and cussing. Content. Okay, because that's, like, that's the things you want to avoid. I don't care gotcha. about alcohol, drugs, and violence. I'm mm-hmm. like yes, more of that. But the like sexual content is the main thing I'm looking for. I'm like. Okay, how much nudity is in this movie? Oh, okay. okay. Some? Okay, that's too much. I'm leaving. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, right. So, back to you as a lover of Jesus. Why did you like this movie? Uh, or dislike this movie? I liked it because it was sort of like, okay, so here's two. Here's a guy. He made the wrong decision by waking her up, probably. But it saved him, and she ended up in the end forgiving him. And... It's sort of a great example of as awful as your life is or things that you've done, it can be redeemed and you can still have an awesome life and you can be forgiven. Yeah. Even though you did those things. No, you shouldn't have done them, but it's in the past. It's Mm -hmm. a new day. There's infinite grace. Embrace it. What do you think? I, you know, so I like this movie because of the one question that it, that it asked or that I felt like it was asking about when do you awaken love? And just for me in this in this season of my life, it's just like Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon is really hitting hard of like, do not mm-hmm. awaken love until it so desires. And so Chris Pratt kinda does wake up love literally. Literally. Before the time was right. Granted, it was able to be redeemed, but like the question for like if you're pursuing a relationship right now is like, what are your reasons for doing it? Is it just because you can have sex? Uh, is it just because you want company or is it like, I mean, nothing's wrong with company, but are you doing it for selfish company reasons or are you doing it for like, it's, you've come to that part of maturity where you're like, okay, yes, I'm ready to pursue a wholehearted, healthy relationship. That's not one-sided. Yeah, that's good too. I mean, if you're just getting into a relationship because you want connection, that's very intimate and deep with another person. Mm -hmm. Why are you not pursuing Jesus? First. Yeah. if you don't have an intimate and awesome relationship with Jesus, there's no way it's going to be any good with another person. It's like, oh yeah, you'll feel good mm-hmm. for like the first five months of like lovey togetherness. Yeah. And then when that fades, you have nothing to back it up because you have no character built. 
Yeah, and you'll suck them dry. And suck you each like, other dry because and you're then just you like, break up, and it's like, and yeah. then you come back and say, "Hey guys, sorry I haven't hung out with you in the last five months. I just had a girlfriend, you know, and we were so wrapped up in each other that we didn't hang out." It's like, I know people that do that. It's, yeah, I, I know people like and that then too. You're like, well, it was it's good to have you back after five months. It would have been great to have a normal relationship where you hang out three or four nights a week and you hang out <laughs> with us a couple nights a week too. Like, now we can be friends again. Yeah, it's not either or; it's both. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that was a good question that I uh, I liked that this movie was posing of like, hey, it's okay to wait, but also, hey, it's also good to be in a community. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was suicidal before he started, as wrong as it was, hanging out with another person consistently. And then he's instantly like, he has to go through again with her. Like, it's hopeless. There is no way of getting out of this. There is no mm-hmm. solution. But hey, we're together. Yeah, we can like have a conversation beyond an AI butler that's like, "Oh, hey, your guy," like says the same generic thing every morning when he sees him. Right, and he can have a real connection and real relationship, which saves him in the end. Literally, and they end up having a great life together, even though that's not what either of them were looking for. Right, it's amazing. So, what's some final thoughts you got? Uh, so final thoughts couple and questions. Some Just, you know, questions some thoughts, to leave you guys with. Uh, first question is. <coughs> Are you in a healthy community that you can be on a deep level with or that you can connect with on a deep level? And if not, get one. It's not good for man to be alone. Oh, yeah. It's great to have great people that you're just sharing with. And if you are in a community, like, how are you contributing to that? It's not like you get you go hang out with people and get filled up and like, oh, yeah, you guys are awesome. See ya. Or like, oh, I can only tell you my problems. I don't want to hear your problems. Yeah. Exactly. It's a both. You got to, you got to, so if you are in both a healthy, and. if you're not in a healthy community, get one. If you are in a healthy community, contribute to that healthy community and that society by giving and taking as well. Be open, honest, and, you know, share your lows as well as your highs and not be afraid to, you know, share your heart out, trust them and stuff. Exactly. Here's my question. How many people do you know right now? that know exactly what's going on in the inner workings of your heart. They know your fears, your dreams, your desires, your feelings. Beyond just like weather, what you like, what you don't like, where sports. you're from, sports, like what you do day to day. Like who knows? Like when you go, oh man, I had the worst day yesterday. My dog died and my grandpa died, which left me fearing, feeling like hopeless and fearless and like scared of death. Hmm. Like you don't just tell that to people on like, hey, how you doing today? Well, I was really thinking about... <laughs> death today because my grandpa died and that's really intense yeah like you don't share that with random people but like who are you sharing it with Mm -hmm. if it's just going on in your head and you have no outlet that's really tough yeah i mean that's to get a little bit deep for a minute wait a second i gotta get my swimming trunks for how deep we're going how deep we're going chest deep okay i'm ready i got the floaties but like anyone who is suicidal is usually isolated Mm mm-hmm even if they have friends, technically, they're either not that great of friends who are like, hey man, what's been going on in your heart today? Because mm-hmm. what's going on in their heart is they're feeling like trash and suicidal. Mm-hmm. And they're having a tough time and they just have nobody to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. So be in connection. Not only be in connection for yourself, but connect with other people. Be active about that. Yeah. If you intentionally try and have eye contact with someone and have a really great conversation, it will happen. Mm-hmm. And people will go, hey, how you doing? You're like, good. What's been going on in your heart today? And they're like, oh, well, <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's happened to me. It's so funny. Yeah, it's good to be like genuine and honest with folks because sometimes I know that in the church, sometimes it could be like, oh, yeah, that person, I can't really share my heart with them because they're 
holier and thou. Oh, man, like, and they, that may on, not be the case. Yeah, like, they're, they're the guitar player on Sunday morning. They're so cool. They're like the and they're like, person they're just, here. Yeah, they're totally like down to earth. But because sometimes we're so disconnected, we can just be like, I can't share my heart out. And it's it's like, no, 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 give you, give them a chance because they're if if you were to actually be open and honest with them, they, you would realize, oh, they're just like you. And like they can totally relate and actually help you. Yeah, call people you like that life. that you think are like on such a pedestal are probably have been through the same thing that you're through now, yeah. but like five years ago. Yeah. So they're like, hey, I was there. Let me tell you what helped me. Yeah. Also, let me just talk to you about it. And that's a great moment for you to be in connection with people like that as well, where they see someone, they go, oh, they're they're too crazy. It's too awesome. We're recording over here. <laughs> oh, you're recording? Yes. Am, oh. I, am I on camera? Hey, hey. what's up? I'm Joseph. Hey, I'm Tim. Nice to meet you. Am I ruining the shoot? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Community. Gotta love it. Also, really, really good TV show. If you have not seen Community, go watch it. It's super funny. super nerdy, even though I love it. I Cletus, might, is, I don't know. Cletus isn't a fan of it. I don't like any TV. I hate TV. <laughs> All TV, except the Grand Tour, which we do agree on. Hey, Yo, one thing. That other, is, th- other than Jesus, we agree on one thing. Yeah. Not sure what I was talking about just now, but it was good, and that was probably it was the end of the thought anyway. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in to the Fine Line Podcast. Yeah. I'm Cletus. I'm. Oh, but we haven't talked oh. about our feedback. I, I'm. Oh. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Scratch that out. Take this out. And yeah. Take that out of the editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. We're gonna start over from when I got interrupted. Okay. So that was really. So my brother-in-law just interrupted us. Uh, I was talking about something good. I'm sure the thought was ended already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we, if you have any feedback, where can we go to find that? You can find us at the Fine Line Podcast uh, at gmail.com or on iTunes. iTunes. We're on iTunes. Man, it takes such a process to We've get on iTunes. It. We've made it. We made it to big it. leagues. So yeah, you can like, subscribe, leave comments, suggestions, you know, thoughts, all that cool stuff through the Gmail. Fears. SoundCloud concerns. as well concerns what you liked what you don't like what you how we can improve oh yeah that'd be yeah good. that we we love hearing how we can improve yes because we love learning i love learning I we love, love wisdom as we said in our first our hundredth first hundredth episode our first hundredth episode yes so yeah go ahead and check us out and uh oh yeah if you like our intro music courtesy of douglas williams thank you douglas williams check man. that out he's on itunes he's got a whole album of like piano music it's very serene oh i gotta check this guy out yeah. i love classical i use his music for one of my uh, wedding videos Look at that. Really and if good. you ever need a photographer for your wedding videos, Cletus is the man. Vide- videographer. Videographer. He does He does that thing I, with the photo. That, that thing with the photos that are doing these days here. You know? Uh, yes. So thanks if for you, listening. Thanks for listening. And, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to add. If you're not in a relationship with the Lord, he's the best person. Get that. Get well, that. we sort of talked about that. Yeah. But, yeah. So we... we so we have like most of this scripted on two pieces of, that's the problem here we have two pieces of paper last week we had one piece of paper no we had two pieces oh blast okay never mind I'll just blame it on myself then All so right. yeah we, we definitely want that listener feedback so we can get better at this mm-hmm. and be open with your community alright we're Boom. out out out